0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the experiences that I've had with the left lately. And we're going to be talking about Ted Cruz and his Cancun adventure. Along with that, last but not least, we're going to be talking about Rush Limbaugh. And I'm going to show you and share with you some of my favorite clips of him. Let's get going. to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I am so happy that you guys are here. I'm happy that you guys are watching and listening to wherever you guys are watching and listening. Make sure you please go ahead and sub to my podcast on any of the platforms that you guys are listening. That would be greatly appreciated. That helps me. That helps me and also helps me when you guys leave a review, leave a comment, leave and share some of my podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. I... Greatly appreciate you guys. You guys are incredible. You guys are amazing. If you guys are new here, if you guys are new here, what we do on this podcast is we talk about current events, and we look at the current events through a perspective of our founding fathers, the Constitution, and we look at it through a biblical lens as well. And we talk about We go through little details of everything related to that. So, ladies and gentlemen, Texas how you guys doing how are you guys doing down there I know it got a little bit chilly down there a little chilly here's the thing too is some of the things that I was seeing um, (laughs) from my point of view it looked normal to me because where I live you know we get you know anywhere from four to five feet every single winter and, I, you know, us Coloradans, we're used to it, except for the people that move from California to here. They are not used to the weather here. And, you know, but the people that know how to drive in snow, they're, they, they don't even blink an eye. They just go right through it. Some of them go still the same speed limit. They still go the same speed limit, even when it's just like freaking windy and blizzardy and all that stuff. It's it's kinda crazy. It's kinda crazy. But here's the thing is like the you Texans that did get bombarded with all the snow. You guys aren't used to it. You guys aren't used to it. So it's understandable. It's understandable that you guys are kinda like, Oh wow. Well, you know what? We're just gonna play it safe. We're gonna play it safe. We're gonna make the choice. See, here they go. A choice to stay home and be safe. And that's totally fine. Like I get that. One hundred percent, because if you're not used to the those types of elements, why not? Why wouldn't you just stay home? You know, I, I get it. I get. It. You know, I, I know some of my friends have uh, have lost power, and um, you know they're they're doing their best. And one of my friends, this is really interesting. He posted a TikTok, um, and it was a video of. Him recording a big gushing, like, um, geyser from the road. Like, it, like the road was concrete and everything. Like it was gushing out of the road itself. And he made a funny comment about it. I'm not going to put it on here, but it, it just goes to show like, holy smokes. You know, it's not just the snow that's getting people. It's the cold. It's the cold that is bursting pipes. I saw videos of people's apartments. Being flooded because of the frozen pipes. Yeah. Gosh dang it. That's a bummer. I, I really hope the insurance is going to be paying for all of that. I sure hope so. But golly, man. Golly. That's some crazy stuff. That is some crazy stuff. And I hope you guys stay safe. I really do. Hope you guys are doing well. And look. I'm not. To, I'm not. I'm not saying this to say, "Oh, I told you so." But look, I had a feeling. Uh, I think it was about a month ago. About a month ago, that we should prepare. I said, "It's not over. Be prepared." And I was saying that people should be stocking up on some food, on some water, and uh, making sure that they're going to be okay for at least maybe a week or two. And look that's what happened is there are people that across the country that um had to actually endure that type of situation essentially kind of survive in their own home yeah it's um and i'm not uh i wouldn't be surprised if that might happen once more or or so um i think Around March, beginning of March, maybe beginning of April, things will start to become a lot better in this country. Just saying. Some, some of the things I've heard from my sources, people are going to say, people are going to be shocked with what is happening. So just be, just be prepared. Okay. Just be prepared for what's going to happen. You know, that's not what I really wanted to talk about in the podcast, but hey, it's just something I want to throw out there. Be prepared. Be ready. I'm stocked up. I'm ready to go. I have, I have food and water ready for about two weeks or so. Look, you never, even if nothing happens, you never know what is going to happen. It's better to be safe than sorry. So I hope you guys, um, hope you guys are doing well. And if you need any of my help, let me know and I can see what I can do. I can see what I can do, but let's go ahead. Speaking of Texas, I want to talk about Ted Cruz because this has been a this has been a big thing. I, I think mainly um, from the left side, the left side point of view, because they they are absolutely upset in just going bonkers about Ted Cruz and him going to Cancun during this entire uh, snowstorm. They were they were upset like freaking crazy, and um, it, it, it just it just goes to show because um, it's funny that that they would get upset that Ted Cruz goes to Cancun for like a day or two and come back, and but they won't get upset when their own side when their own political party some of their members of the political party did not follow their own orders do you remember the mayor of Denver how he said hey ladies and gentlemen I want you guys to stay home stay safe do not go to any of your family's Thanksgiving parties and he said that while he was in uh, his own little private island come on man come on man (sighs) man it it just goes to show the the hypocritical um you know leftists uh, um actions you know that that as we know that's what they do guys that is what they do that is what they do and it's very upsetting and i here I, let me just show you let me just show you this clip of what uh ted cruz's reasoning was to go to cancun here it is
1: Star. How could it be that Texas, the energy capital of the world, can't turn our lights on and can't heat our homes? A lot of Texans are frustrated this shouldn't have happened. I'll tell you, Heidi and me, we lost power for two days. Our house was dark, we had no heat. Actually, the fireplace behind me, we were all huddled around the fireplace because it was the only heat in the house. And, And after a couple of days, after the girls being really cold, it being in the teens and the 20s outside, uh, our girls asked, "said Look, school's been canceled for the week. Can, can can we take a trip and and go somewhere warm?" And and Heidi and I as parents, we we said, "Okay, sure." And so last night I flew down with them uh, to the beach, uh, and then I flew back this afternoon. I had initially planned to stay through the weekend and to work remotely there, but but as I as I was heading down there, I, you know, I started to have second thoughts almost immediately because the crisis here in Texas. You need to be here on the ground and as much as you can do by phone and zoom it's not the same as being here and so i returned this afternoon and i'm here working to make sure to do everything we can to get the power turned on but also fundamentally to ask the questions why did this happen why was the texas grid which which is regulated at the state level it's operated at the state level it's not a federal function it's a state function but why was the grid not sufficiently prepared So that 4 million Texans lost heat and power. We need to answer that. And we need to make sure it never happens again in the state of Texas.
0: Okay. Look, if that's true, if that's true, then why is that such a big deal? Why is that such a big deal? He wants to be a good dad. Ted Cruz wants to be a good dad. He wanted to bring his daughter to Cancun, drop her off and all that. Cool. Awesome. That's great. You know, and he has that choice. Here's the thing, too, is, you know, Someone was messaging me and asking me, well, yeah, what do you think about this whole Ted Cruz thing? And I told him, I was like, look, what else could Ted Cruz do? What else could Ted Cruz do in that situation? I mean, he's a senator, right? He's a senator. He's not the governor of Texas, or he's not even the president of the United States. I mean, speaking of the president of the United States, why hasn't Joe Biden done anything regarding Texas or any of the um, states that are in the uh, state of emergency? Why hasn't he done anything? I bet you one hundred percent that Donald Trump would have done something. He would have been down in there like that, and he would have he would have uh, actively called for the governors to take care of their people, to act fast upon these uh, th- these events that have happened to the people. You know, to get the power back on, make sure that the, that they're, they're getting heat, that they're getting water, making sure that people have food. I mean, it's, it's kind of baffling to me. The president of the United States, supposedly, the illegitimate president of the United States, says, you know, let's go and we're going to be, um, we got to be in uniform. We got to have unity within this country. Well, let me tell you something there, Joe Biden. If you can't really care about unity, why don't you go ahead and show some love, show some care to the people of Texas, to the people that were enduring the hard times with this snowstorm that they're not used to. Because here's the thing is that people on the right do not trust people on the left. They just don't trust them. Why would they trust leftists? Why would they trust Joe Biden when all he has done is lie all he has done is lie the entire time uh, during his campaign, during during his entire career of being a politician. That's what politicians do; they lie, ladies and gentlemen. They lie, and look—is Ted Cruz lying? He might be. He might not be. Maybe his daughter really is can in Cancun, just enjoying herself. And look, who cares if she is or isn't? Who cares? Ted Cruz has that ability to go ahead and go down to Cancun if he wants to. Because what else is he going to do? What else can he do as a senator? He can call uh, maybe the governor and say, hey, look, man, this is what we need to do. This is where the people are at. You know, even Ted Cruz said in his tweet that he lost power. He lost water. He himself said that. It's not like that. He wasn't affected himself. It would be different, I think, if he was affected. If he was affected within, or if he wasn't affected, if he was not affected with this, and then he went to Cancun, that might look a little bit worse. But I don't think that, knowing the Ted Cruz that I know, he isn't the person to say that he's going to do one thing and does another. That's not really him. And we can back that up by him saying that he's going to go ahead and... um oppose the electoral vote count and he did that he did that on january 6 and i'm happy that he did you see there's a difference between uh people uh, on the right and on the left majority of the time i say 99 percent of the time the left will say they're they're going to do something and they don't do it or they do it for the wrong reasons or they do it for the this just selfish reasons that's what the left is about. They're about selfishness. They don't care about America. I've been saying that for for a long time. They don't care about America. They don't care about people. They just don't. They just don't. And and that um so people need to get over this entire thing with Ted Cruz. Get over it. Um if he did lie then yeah, well we need to call him out on it, but I don't think he did. I don't think Ted Cruz did. And guess what? That's okay. That's all right. Um, just let it go because really Ted Cruz did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Okay. In fact, if it's true, his story saying that he's going to go, go ahead and take care of his dad or his daughter and be a good dad. That's commendable. That's awesome. That's great. What a great dad. I would want, uh, if my daughter said that she wanted to go to Cancun, I would go with her hundred percent. I would go ahead drop her off there make sure that she's safe with some people there in Cancun and um you know and fly right back. Ted Cruz can only do so much ladies and gentlemen. There there's only so much that he could do. So I, just let it go. Uh focus on helping people that need help, all right? And do it out of the 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 heart, the in- heart intention of showing love and caring for those people cuz Look, there are people that, um, are without homes that are sleeping over, at, uh, friends and family's houses. There are people there that do not have water. There are people there that do not have food. And, um, look, should that have happened? I don't know. I don't know how you really prepare for a storm that you haven't gotten in years and generations for. I just, I just don't know how you prepare for something like that. I just don't cuz Texas is not really known for getting cold blistering winter storms. They're just not. Neither is Louisiana or Arkansas. They're they're just not. I know Tennessee got some snow. Got some uh got some heavy snow. How do you prepare for that? How do you really prepare? You I mean, I guess in the future you would say, "Okay, let's go ahead and make sure that these pipes are going to be graded high enough to where they can withstand the cold temperatures. Yeah, I think you can do that and I I think that would be wise. For sure. But hey, look, this is what it is and we need to move on and we need to help the people that need help. So if you know somebody or if you want to offer your services, your your resources to go help people, go do it. Go do it. That's what we are as Americans is we help each other. That's what we do as as neighbors. For uh, uh, neighboring states, neighboring um, cities, neighboring uh, counties. That's what we do is we help each other. You know, us Americans, we love each other. We love each other. So I want to go ahead and move on to talking about some of the experiences I've had with the left lately. And it's been quite vicious. Very, very vicious. You know, that's not really a big surprise. But the thing that I've kind of been uh processing and and looking back on is what i was talking about with ted cruz and the left is the left is very very um untrustworthy they say that they do one thing and they don't do it or you know vice whatever they're just not very trustworthy so I, I made, uh, in my last podca- podcast, I talked about how Joe Biden wants to take away our guns, right? And I, I laid out and I talked about the policies. The policies are on his website talking about how he, how he wants to buy back guns. Good luck with that. So I posted that video, a, a little snippet of it, about 25, 30 seconds of it on Instagram. I posted on Instagram. I posted on TikTok. I shared it onto one of my reels and everything like that. And there were not very many happy people that commented on that video. None at all. And uh, I'm going to read some of the comments here. This is kind of crazy. So in that video, I talked about how self-defense, the Second Amendment, is uh, is one of our inalienable rights. Right? It is part of a right that God has given us. That is what an inalienable right is. For us to defend ourselves, it's a law of nature. It's a uh, it's nature's of God. It's it's very natural for animals to have self defense. Okay, so yeah, we get that. We understand that. That's what I was talking about within my video. And uh, there's this one woman, and I'm not going to name names or anything like that. If you want to, you can go ahead and check it out on my Instagram. She t- she <sighs> she meant mess- she commented on this and she said, "Inalienable rights are not guns." Okay. So one of the things that I was kind of trying to understand on her part was why she would say that, okay? And I said, okay, well, what is an inalienable right then? What is it? She said, literally defined everywhere as rights you are born with that cannot be taken away. Okay, great. Awesome. You were not born with an AK. Get a fucking job. (laughs) Okay. for one, I, I don't understand what having to do, having getting a job has to do with uh, this this video or anything. That makes no sense. But obviously, God did not make guns. Okay, we get that. I said, okay, who were they given by? Talking about our rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She says, quoted from the actual Constitution. Hmm, okay. So she is saying, if you notice, she said... Uh, Literally defined as rights you were born with that that cannot be taken away. Okay? And then she goes on to say that they are from life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That doesn't line up. I said that's where it comes from? A right comes from happiness? She said, oh, wow. Why the fuck are you talking about politics in public with no knowledge? The Constitution says our inalienable rights are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The right to bear arms is in the Bill of Rights, which comes from your government, not God. I said, okay. I said, no, it talks about that in the Declaration of Independence. You're getting that mixed up. In the DOI, it says that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. I said, let me ask you again. Who gave us our inalienable rights? And there's a reason why I'm trying to get her to say that our inalienable rights came from God. Okay. And the reason why is because I want her to be clear that if anything comes from God, you cannot be taken, you cannot take it away. She said, you're right in that inalienable rights are from HOD, whatever that means. She says, she said, guns are just not one of them. And yes, it mentions in the DOI, but also in the Constitution. Read it. I'm a history major, lol, but I love the loud wrong confidence. Go read a book. Hmm, okay. I said I've read plenty from the founding Fathers and why they included guns as part of self-defense, which is the whole point of the Second Amendment, especially from a government, right? Right. That's why we want to have guns is because if somehow the government goes completely tyrannical in the sense of where they're going to be trying to take over our property, taking over our homes, our life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, all that stuff, we have guns to protect us, okay? And she says the second amendment is not an inalienable right. Doesn't line up. She just said that the bill of rights rights, our rights are actually inalienable rights. But she says that it's not here. She said that is the entire point. The amendments are rights from our, your government. That is not an alien inalienable right. Be smarter. Funny how the left, will always try to belittle you. They will always try to belittle you in this conversation. Okay? Let me just, I'm just pointing that out. I said, you are you are contradicting yourself. You can't say that self-defense is not an inalienable right or any right. And then say it comes from the government. You just can't do that. An inalienable right, you admitted, comes from God. The entire point of our government is to protect our rights. That's the point of our government. Okay? The founding fathers believe that when you take a right away, you are saying you are bigger than God, our creator. Correct. Once again, the second amendment is about self-defense. It is a law of nature, which the founding fathers point out in the first sentence in the DOI and the laws of nature come from God. That is in the Blackstone commentaries because he talks about that in his books. Ever heard of him? Self-defense is a natu- is natural in nature. That was my entire point, is that there's a reason why the Founding Fathers included the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment and part of our self-defense, okay? She goes on to say, never contradicted myself, been saying the same thing the entire time. The right to a gun was not or ever given to you by God. Yes, it was. Which are inalienable rights, okay? Great, she admits it. Therefore, what is it not an inalienable right? makes no sense. She just contradicted herself right there. I get my masters in teaching credentials next year. And when I start my own a push class, I'd like for you to be there. You need it. Oh man. So I said, having a gun is a part of self-defense. You do believe in self-defense, do you? She said, having a gun is not the only form of self-defense. And you do not need a military-grade rifle to defend yourself, which is what this act is about. War weapons, not all guns, military-grade assault rifles. And again, self-defense is not an inalienable right. (laughs) She contradicted herself right there. Oh, man. Anyway, she goes on to say, your inalienable rights, the only rights you have in this world that you were born from God with the definition of inalienable rights are the rights to your life, your liberty, and your pursuit of happiness. That is all. You only have three inalienable rights and none of which involves own weapons of war, which is not right. That is not correct because obviously she has not read the entire Declaration of Independence. In the Declaration of Independence, uh, the Founding Fathers lined out 27 reasons why they wanted to separate from Great Britain. And they were all related to that first sentence in which it talks about the laws of nature and natures of God. That is their entire point. The the king, King Henry, was violating all of the natures uh, laws of nature. They couldn't have the 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 self defense that we have today as citizens. You know, they there were plenty of reasons why they wanted to separate. There's 27 reasons why they wanted to in the Declaration of Independence. She says inalienable rights you are born with that cannot be taken away. You are not born with a gun and it can be taken away. Therefore, go fucking read something. Gosh, man, she is uh, quite rude. I said, speak for yourself and read the Federalist Papers and Commentaries regarding the Constitution and the formation of our great free nation. You will have some eye-opening moments. Also, check out wallbuilders.com. They help people understand the original intent of our founding fathers because it can be hard to understand, understand some of their wording. Look, I hope you will be successful with teaching in the rest of your schooling I really do. I also encourage you to read some of the resources I have listed up above they are fantastic and a great read. have a great rest of your night. I was kind of done at that point because I, I just saw it not going anywhere. she just wasn't understanding what I was trying to say you know and, and I get what she was trying to say is that that guns are not part of self-defense which is not true. That is not true at all. She doesn't understand why the Founding Fathers included the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment as part of our self-defense. She goes on to say, I have read them. You're still incredibly misinformed. I hope you fix that. It's never been difficult for me to understand their wording. It might reign true for you, though. And this has nothing to do with wording. Guns are not inalienable rights. They are not. No matter the wording you want to digest, they are not, never will be. You were not born with a gun, and you can get your weapons taken away for lots of reasons. Not synonymous with inalienable rights. I hope you have the day that you deserve, whatever that means. I said, really? Have you read the Federalist Papers? She said, had to do a report on them my sophomore year of college. But they're a reading requirement for AP History Juniors in CA. I'm guessing that's California. I'm a history major. Yes, I've read the Federalist Papers, she asks, question mark. So then you completely disagree with the Founding Fathers to bear arms? When have I ever said that? (laughs) The only thing that I've said is that bearing arms is not an inalienable right because you said in this video that they were. And they are not. Can you not read? Come on, woman. That's Come on. Again, with the backstabbing comments here, okay? And I said, wow, are you sure you want to be a teacher? You're being completely rude right now. The right to bear arms is part of self-defense. Self-defense is an inalienable right. An inalienable right comes from God. Did God create a gun? No. People have. A gun is supposed to be used to defend yourself and other people when used correctly. Read what James Madison said. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, ever, not in one slightest bit. A well-regulated militia composed of the body of the people, which is us, trained to arms, is the best and most natural defense of a free country. James Madison, and he says that in June 8th, 1789. She goes on to say, yes, I want to be a teacher. You are not my student and you are acting at a first grade comprehension level. Hmm. Okay. And then she goes on to say, James Madison is not God, but keep trying somewhere else. Hmm. I I responded. I said, you're right. James Madison is not God. I'm happy you noticed that. That quote was there to give you context of what the founding fathers thought. She goes on to say, the Founding Fathers have nothing to do with what we are talking about. And right there, ladies and gentlemen, that gave me everything to know what she was saying. Here's the thing, is that if you want to understand our country more in depth, you have to understand the Founding Fathers. You have to understand what they believed in and why they believed in it. They are the people that founded our country, right? If you, if, if you, um, let's just go with this, okay, with Apple. You would want to know a little bit of the history of why they're making a phone, Right? You would want to know what their purpose is. You would want to know why they are doing it. You you would want to know their, um, their principles of what they stand on. You would want to know what that phone is being made of. You would want to know how it works. You would want to know the basics of it, right? It's the same thing with our country. You want to know... I'm telling you, you want to know about our founding fathers. It is so important for us to know who they are and why they were so important, why they did what they did, because it gives us more context of our great nation. When we forget history, when we forget good history, and we don't understand the basic principles of our nation, how can you keep a nation? You can't. And that's the entire point of all of this, of that conversation, is there are people, even people that went to college, that just don't know our true history. And she says that she's a history major. You know, she might be, and she might be, she might be extremely smart um, and understand a lot of history. And that's awesome. I'm glad that she wants to be a teacher and teach people history. Teach people, teach our kids the correct history. Because obviously she didn't understand, she didn't know that the founding fathers wanted our country to be well-armed with the people because they saw, they saw throughout history, their history, what happens when people are not set up for a great self-defense. Because when they do that, they can go ahead, the governments, the the corrupt governments can go ahead and take your property. They can take everything that you own. And that's not what we want. We want our own freedom, ladies and gentlemen. We want to keep that. We want to keep that. And the left doesn't like that. They don't want that. They don't want that for us. They don't want that for our country. And that's why I am... An, uh, a conservative is because I love America and I love everything the uh, our uh, great nation was built on the principles I now I want you to listen to what Rush Limbaugh said about what conservatives are and what they stand on listen to this
2: let me tell you who we conservatives are we love people When we look out over the United States of America, when we are anywhere, when we see a group of people, such as this or anywhere, we see Americans, we see human beings. We don't see groups. We don't see victims. We don't see people we want to exploit. What we see, what we see is potential. We do not look out across the country and see the average American, the person that makes this country work, we do not see that person with contempt. We don't think that person doesn't have what it takes. We believe that person can be the best he or she wants to be if certain things are just removed from their path, like onerous taxes, regulations, and too much government. We want every American to be the best he or she chooses to be. We recognize We recognize that we are all individuals. We love and revere our founding documents, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We believe that the preamble of the Constitution contains an inarguable truth, that we are all endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, among them life, liberty, freedom,
0: and the pursuit of happiness. One of my favorite things that he said in there is that conservatives love people. They do. We do. We do love people. We do love people regardless of their race, their skin color, uh, where they come from. It doesn't matter. America has gone to the nations because of the freedom of religion has gone to more nations and spread the gospel, the true, new, true good news of Jesus because we are free, because we love people. Without America, the world, I'm pretty sure, would have been, uh, been way more corrupt than it is now. Thank goodness that we had amazing founding fathers that believed in God themselves, believed in the biblical principles, and applied them to our nation, to our constitution, to the to the birth, the the foundation of our nation. I'm so happy that they did. Because of that, our nation is fantastic. Because of that, we had people like Rush Limbaugh, who. Okay, I'll give it to you. wasn't perfect. He wasn't. But he did find in Christ, and he was saved later in his years. But we had people like him spreading um, conservatism over the airwaves. I mean he was, he was a pioneer, really, for, for us conservatives. He helped give a voice to us. You know, I read a stat that he, at one point, had 27 million listeners. That's incredible. That is amazing. I think all of the conservatives combined now probably have somewhere close to that. And that was just one person, Mr. Rush Limbaugh. And this is why Donald Trump gave him a Medal of Freedom. Listen to this. TONIGHT IS A SPECIAL MAN, BELOVED BY MILLIONS OF AMERICANS, WHO JUST RECEIVED A STAGE four ADVANCED CANCER DIAGNOSIS. THIS IS NOT GOOD NEWS, BUT WHAT IS GOOD NEWS IS THAT HE IS THE GREATEST FIGHTER AND WINNER THAT YOU WILL EVER MEET. RUSH LIMBAUGH. AND RUSH, IN RECOGNITION OF ALL THAT YOU HAVE DONE FOR OUR NATION, The millions of people a day that you speak to and that you inspire and all of the incredible work that you have done for charity, I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. How incredible is that? I tell you what, when I first saw that, um, just a couple days ago. I, I teared up because it shows how much Donald Trump valued Rush Limbaugh and what he was uh, sending out over the airways, or airwaves. Rush Limbaugh was an incredible figure because he, even though he got canceled uh, many, many times, he still went out and did what he believed in. He believed in America, he believed in freedom. he believed in showing people that conservatives, the way of being a patriot of this country is not easy, but it's damn well worth it. I'm thankful for Rush Limbaugh. I'm thankful for all of the amazing conservative uh, influencers in this in this uh, in this world because we believe in freedom we believe that people have to take responsibility and that with freedom comes self-control with great power comes great responsibility and that's why i'm a conservative because even though it's hard even though that the uh it's not popular among the uh msm it's worth it i just had someone um message me yesterday Telling me, hey, man, I look up to you. And that touched me. That was, that was, uh, that meant a lot. I want to show people, and that's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to show people how amazing America is. And I want to show people that we got to learn our correct history. I want to show people our correct history. I want to show them what America really is about because America is proof that God is real. America is proof that God is real because our nation is founded on biblical principles. And because our nation has been so successful and it's standard this long in the test of time and the test of war and the test of, um, even corrupt people within the last 90 years trying to ruin our country, it's still been successful. And that's that's amazing to me. This is a republic if we can keep it. And it is my life's calling to help America to continue to be a constitutional republic. And that means keeping our freedoms free, keeping our rights a right. And that means loving people, no matter what, even if they're on the left side and that they call you amazing, crazy names. Who cares? You know, someone asked me, um, DM me and says, how, how do I be nice to leftists Cause he, he said he doesn't know how he didn't know how. And I said, you know, um, you just kind of let them be. And that's hard. That, that can be really hard, especially for me where I just want to sometimes just come back at them, you know, and say, no, th- sh- you shut the F up. This is not the right way that you're doing this, but, um, that's not the right way to do that. You know, we have to, we have to be the light in the world. You know, Jesus said that uh, they're going to know you by you showing love. And that's what we got to do. We got to do that ourselves. Is we got to show people love. We got to show the leftists love no matter what. And that might mean where we show them our boundaries, if we tell them our boundaries, and if they're not doing anything, if they're, if they're crossing those boundaries, then um, we just ignore them or we block them. And that's okay. That's all right. Because we got to keep ourselves. We have to guard our hearts. And that's healthy. And it says that in the Bible. That's what we got to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, ho- I hope that um, this podcast has given you some insight. And giving you some perspectives, some different perspectives. And if it has, go ahead. Please share this with your friends and family. I would greatly appreciate it. Just tell your friends and family all about this. Because a lot of people are really liking this podcast, and uh, and I'm happy that they are. And I just want to continue to share the message of the good news of of America and, and God, to be completely honest. So if you haven't already, go ahead and sub to my podcast on any of the platforms that you guys are listening on. Turn on those notifications and ding them. Follow me on Telegram because I send out the podcasts way early. It's just The Chris Tubbs. Can go ahead and look me up on Telegram. That would be awesome. Follow me on there. Subscribe to my channel for there. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you to be who you are through God, through Jesus Christ. In God bless America.